Hello, lovelies. Welcome to my podcast, Love, Hope, and Fluffy Stuff. It's your girl, Alyssa. This podcast is a safe haven for my fellow fatties, a place where you can unwind and be your authentic self. This is a space that promotes kindness, respect, and love. On this page, we show empathy, compassion to those seeking it. I am by no means perfect. None of us are. We are all flawed. But I have the same rights as you to love mine. All right. So last week, we talked about depression and anxiety. And this week... I want to talk about, well, today anyway, I want to talk about forgiveness and growth. Um, so until recently, I have been so angry with myself for choosing food to get through life. Um, yeah. I used to have these very scathing conversations with myself about how I would I how I wish I would have turned to other outlets for self-soothing. Just really harsh conversations with myself about how pathetic I was and how disappointing and how just all the things that you probably say to yourself now. Um, I said them repeatedly to myself. And as a child, I used to pray to God for cancer. Um, Like I used to beg him Dear God, please diagnose me with cancer. Please give me cancer so that I could go through chemotherapy and lose weight. Like that's the impact society puts on kids to be a certain size, to be slim. That I was fervently praying to God, this being that created the universe to recreate me to give me a disease that would make me sick so that I could go through chemotherapy so that I could lose weight. Imagine viewing yourself in that light, in that mindset as a child and having no other way to feel like This is normal. This is who you are. This is the body that you have to respect and walk in. No, instead, we're going to pray for cancer. I remember the reason why I came to this grand idea um, in one of the foster homes I lived in twice a week. We would take her mom uh, to chemotherapy. So we would take her to to go get dialysis. I don't know if that's the same thing, but I remember dialysis and I also remember chemotherapy. 
um, while we would wait in the lobby, they would have like the soaps on. All my children, General Hospital, One Life to Live. I was a preteen obsessed with these shows, ready to watch them when we got there. Um, and then once they would call her in, I'd go hang out in the children's cancer ward, chat with them and play games. I just remember running through these halls, colorful walls, little games that they were playing, books, um, and just hanging out in their bedrooms or whatever and talking about cancer. I learned a lot, and for a time while I was praying for cancer. Heck, I wasn't even picky about which kind. I mean, I was just like, I'd take whatever you give me, God. I'll take whatever cancer you gave me. <sighs> I wanted to be a pediatrician um, during that time. That didn't last long <laughs> because I realized that it takes forever to go to school for that. Um, I also learned along this journey that kids are rude and I'm not really a fan. Don't have the patience for it. Let me get back on topic. So I used to cry myself to sleep because I wanted to be addicted to something other than food. I wanted a different way to cope with life because everyone kept telling me, that my means of self-soothing was not plausible. It was bad, you know? So I wanted a different way to cope with life. In my head, uh, other people had it easy with drugs, sex, alcohol, cutting themselves, even being bulimic or anorexic seem like better choices. And once you get to this point of thinking, you, you're you in the deep end, you're drowning, right? Um, because none of these coping mechanisms are better than the other. I was suffering through one while some people have multiple ones that they're facing. And in the end, just like those other people, um, I just needed to forgive myself and let go of the guilt, hurt, anger, and sadness I felt. We always feel someone else's struggles are easier and it's just another lie that we tell ourselves to wallow in our mess. Addiction is bad no matter what the median, median is because it is excess. It's not so much that you're using it to cope. It's the covering up instead of healing or facing the situation slash problem. And even after time has gone by, um, and you should be able, ready to deal with it. You've become dependent on that quick fix. You are incapable of healing or facing the situation or problem then. Now that I'm actively working 
on healing, on forgiving, on growing. Um, and, and my current life, my present time, um, I have a life coach and we're working on these things. And I'm realizing that food got me through some tough shit. It gave me what I needed to survive another day. It wasn't easy experiencing those things. It wasn't easy surviving because that's what I did. That's what it was. But it's what I had to do to get through that time in my life. There are so many moments that come to my mind from my past where it was life or death for me mentally. So for me to be like, I'm going to eat this food to make me feel better. I'm going to indulge in this treat to push back the feeling of hopelessness for a while. So that once I come to again, maybe I'll be able to come combat it. Maybe I will have some more fight in me to push back against the depression and anxiety. Th those were my thoughts. I, I raised myself. Yes, I lived in people's homes and they got paid to look after me. And by law, they were required to look after me and ensure that I had the things I needed like shelter, food, and clothes. Um, but sometimes, honestly, I didn't even have that. If you think about biological parents and how kids go to school with no food and things like that, it's the same thing in a foster home. There are some homes that do the bare minimum. There are some homes that don't do anything at all. And there are some homes that provide you everything and more. But I was still raising myself. Sometimes homes, all I had literally was a roof over my head, food and clothes. There was no love and support. No one to teach me how to grow up and to be a functioning human being. I had to teach myself and learn all the things on my own. And when you're in this place of moving from home to home to home to home and not being able to put down roots and make friendships and build stability as a child, it just, you feel so alone, you know? It's like you feel the fact that there are billions of people on this earth and it's just you against them with no one to take ownership of, to feel like this person is connected to Alyssa. This person has Alyssa's best interests at heart. This person cares whether I live or die. This person cares about the little things that make me who I am. This person is invested and my happiness. So you feel alone.
And the only time you don't is when you're eating or when you are coping with whatever that self-soothing addiction is. Because you, you get addicted over time. You turn to that thing over time to where it is all you know. So now I am learning to sympathize with my younger self, to appreciate all the things she did for us to survive. Because I think about her now and I don't know if I would have the strength to go and do it again, to be able to teach her a lesson because she teaches me things every day We all have our struggles and we all handle them in different ways. If you are living, you are going to experience adversity at some point. How you choose to go through it makes you into the person you are now. Younger me went through things that she shouldn't have had to deal with as a child, yet she persevered for the both of us. And I am so thankful because I wouldn't be here today without the battle she had to face. So I'm choosing to show her grace and accept her choices. I have to respect her decisions. And now as an adult, I'm trying to heal and grow from those situations so that going forward, I can find healthy avenues and practices to deal with life. And I'm realizing that the only person that I have to be better than is the person that I was yesterday. And that goes for you too. Think about that. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be better than the people we follow on social media, to be better than our parents, peers, mentors, and our role models. Yet the only person we need to outperform is the version of ourselves from yesterday. There was always room for growth and development. We are human, which means we are flawed and imperfect. That means that each day you wake up it's an opportunity to better yourself, to evolve and transform into the next best version of yourself. The things that you failed to achieve yesterday are now stepping stones. You know what didn't work yesterday. You know why it didn't work. So today you do something new. You make a new pathway, a new doorway, a new gate towards that goal or dream. The only thing holding you back is your inability to try. As long as you are trying, you literally cannot fail. Only death brings fina finality. Fine. The word that I'm looking for <laughs> is finality. Finality? Y'all know what I'm talking about. 
when you ask for when you ask for forgiveness, uh, you are saying that you are going to do everything in your power to make sure you never do the thing you are asking for forgiveness for again. I hope that made sense. Uh, so when we forgive ourselves, we have to move forward. We cannot continue to self-deprecate. We have to take advantage of the life we have now and live it with gratitude. Life isn't guaranteed. So why continue to push yourself for the choices you had to make to survive? You are wasting your present, wallowing in your past, which can't be changed. The past is for growth. It's for change, and it's even for reflection, but it is not for do-overs. One of my other prayers growing up, uh, besides cancer, was for God to make my life easy. Just take away all the hard stuff, all the bad stuff, and just make my life easy. Make my life like the movies. When does my fairy godmother show up and give me my happy ever after? You know, I just wanted him to take away the hardships and the pain that seemed to be my personal theme song. I wanted a smooth sailing type of life. Instead, I got raging rapids. Now that I am healing and growing, I realize that I wouldn't be the person that I am today if God had answered my prayer. Thankfully, he knows better than I know. Um, I wouldn't be able to share my story and help others get through their pain. Had I been given the type of had I been given the type of life or been predisposed to the type of environment that I prayed for, I wouldn't be as strong as I am. When you take away the adversity, you take away the growth and the potential strength and development. You take away the survival skills that come with it. So you end up creating a space that doesn't have enough bacteria for true growth and learning to happen. Therefore, that person that grows in that environment um, can't handle adversity. They are not genetically, not genetically, but they are not made for it. They're, they're built to fall apart, just like the three little pigs. They built the houses. Well, the house that was made out of brick, it was ready to withstand the huffing and the puffing because it was built different. I know, I know. But the other two houses that were made out of hay and I think straw, it blew right over because it didn't have 
a foundation. It didn't have the tools necessary to withstand the wolf. Life is the wolf. And if you do not build the foundation necessary to stand up against it, every time it comes your way and it lifes you, you're going to fall down. You're going to break. You're not going to be able to withstand it. But if you build upon the struggles and you learn and you grow from those things, eventually you'll have a house like that third pig. And no matter what life blows your way, you'll be able to withstand it. So all the bad things created the present version of myself. And although I am not exactly where I want to be in life, I am proud of the woman I am. I am so very pleased with the relationship she is building. I am pleased with the kindness she chooses to spread in this world. I am pleased with her brilliance and her drive. I am amazed by her gifts and talents. I am in awe by the way she loves others. This version of Alyssa wouldn't exist without the grit and grime she had to endure. It made her resilient, durable, and brave. It created a lioness where a kitten used to be. So before I peace out, I want to leave you with this. Strength begins on the inside. It's a mental toughness that life builds in your soul. If you have been alive long enough, you have it. You might just have to search for it a bit longer or a bit harder. Perhaps you have covered it up underneath all the guilt and hatred you have towards yourself. It's time to work through that stuff. It's time to forgive and grow. Only you can take the first step. But if you need someone, I'd be honored to take the second, third, and fourth one with you.